I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Watch Less, Complex's podcast about movies and TV. But as always, instead of dealing with the bullshit you're seeing on your timeline, we're just going to give you what's real. I'm Cal, deputy editor of pop culture here at Complex. Got the homie Fraser Tharp, Yer. senior staff editor. We got a special guest in the hot seat this week. A former coworker, alum level. <laughs> uh, yeah, a, a, a whole Complex alum, phenomenal photographer. Uh, she's written a couple pieces for us on the site. She talked to the damn near the whole cast of Euphoria. Um, as well Ooh, as that was this year. That was this. It's been a long year. Twenty nineteen has been long as hell. She also did a dope piece on bridging the gap, which is a documentary that if you've not Mind seen, you really should see. Um, Ariel LeBeau, thank Hi. you for coming through. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Would you classify yourself as a fellow film nerd or? Uh, yeah, I'm comfortable with that. Not so comfortable with um, cinephile. Cinephile, oh, no. Too much. You don't. Do you write? Film titles in all caps? No. Okay. On you, Twitter? Oh, they, that's Cal's pet peeve with you, film Twitter. You're not film Twitter, and I preach. I hate that shit. I can't hate do it. it. Although today, just this morning, the Russo brothers said cinema is a New York term. Really? Um, yeah, in response to one Martin Scorsese. <laughs> is it only? That, that seems weird. I feel like you'd want to say more Paris. I'm pretty sure it's a French term. Yeah. I don't know. I don't fucking know. They said from where they're from, Cleveland, they just say movies. <laughs> And they're all movies. That makes sense. They're all movies. Shut the fuck up. Um, shit. Well, <laughs> speaking of movies, it's funny. I was thinking about this earlier. I don't think for like a film that is up for, or what seems like it's going to be up for crazy awards this coming season, I feel like most of the squad has already seen Uncut Gems. Is Dude. that rare? Um, it feels of, like there are a million screenings for it, but yeah. I think they just want to... Make sure the word is properly out. So for those that haven't seen Uncut Gems, essentially Adam Sandler's like a jewelry guy who is just making... He's basically just making all types of deals trying to get out of a hole. Scammer extraordinaire. Uh, a high roller addicted to... Uh... Addicted to the chase. Facts, facts. A <laughs> Addicted whole... to chasing the bag. The action is the To juice. a detrimental degree. <laughs> but it's, I think the, one of the unique parts is that it's set in 2012. It feels like 2012. For no reason, but it's dope that it is. Like, it really lives and breathes 2012 down to the fits. 100%. What's interesting is they, the Safdie brothers initially sent the script for this, or a version of it, to Adam Sandler in 2012, and his what? team passed on it. That's what? crazy. He only came back around once he saw Good Time. He was like, yo, what are you guys doing next? Damn, and they're like, oh, fire. well, actually. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> dope, because if you read some of the early press he's done for it, he is so like effusive in his praise for them. He's mm -hmm. like, man, these guys are just going to like run the game for the next 10 years. He probably like, knew he, he almost like bricked it. Okay, well, Ariel and I were talking about this. I didn't know this until after the first time I saw it. They originally reached out, not originally since, you know, they sent it to Adam in 2012, but right. after that, mm. it, it was going to be Jonah. Which is crazy. Which, that, we love Jonah here, but I just don't, this movie is Adam Sandler. Word. It, it, I don't think any, I mean, could anybody else have done this? The answer's no. No. And especially not Jonah Hill. No disrespect to Jonah Hill. I think he's like a, he's a very gifted actor, but... It just, it wouldn't work for this. I think he could put on a very, like, technically proficient performance, but it would have lacked, like, the gravitas that, I like, Sandler brings to it. He would have been, like, uh, his Wolf of Wall Street character. Yeah. 100%. We've already up. seen it. And I, I definitely wouldn't have rooted for him no, in that regard. No, It also like, wouldn't make sense guy. practically because, like, so much of Howard, the protagonist's story, is wrapped up in his, like, his family. It has a lot to do with his age. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah, has yeah. to be, like, this middle-aged guy who already has, like, a wife, a kid, a family, like, could have a happy, comfortable life, but he's just so addicted to self-destruction that he can't. Like, it literally 100%. starts with his colonoscopy. Yeah. Wild. Wild. <laughs> Couldn't be Jonah. And I... I, and I for, aside from Adam Sandler, his amazingness, you've got 
Lakeith Stanfield, you know, a, a, a favorite for many of us. Um, the weekend is just like chilling. <laughs> Great cameo. Julia Fox, who's like, this is her first I had feature. no idea. It's her first. Yeah, I, yeah. I had no idea who she was. I believe I just read that she got signed to WME. So I'm assuming she's about to be out of here. Yeah, the Safties work with a lot of like non-professional or like first-time actors. That's mm-hmm. like why. That's why their movies always have that kind of like real person feels. Because usually, like, it's because it's usually real people who yeah. like don't really act, with the exception of like a Pattinson or a well, Sandler. Shit. Speaking of people that don't act, Kevin Garnett is like right. a whole big part of this film. <laughs> It's and he's good. It's it's without getting obviously into details. Yeah, Garnett and Sandler's last scene together Dope. is like the Oscar reel. That's great. Yeah, right. I, it's 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 amazing. It's um. I was surprised that Kevin not only that he was that good, but they gave him that much screen time in a film like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. It's Do we a, think that Kevin Garnett's involvement is part of why they had to set it in twenty twelve? It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sports reasons. There you go. No, I, but I, and I will say, and again, not getting too deep. Load management. Facts, we're, we're merging the pod. Um, nah, but I mean, even without getting too deep in it, it's like they did a great job of incorporating. Literally, it was literally 2012. Like, and I think having Kevin Gardet in there with what he was doing in that year, it they worked in and out of that so seamlessly. It's a uh, I'm surprised these movies a lot of the time when they try and work with history something always goes wrong and I feel like they made sure that the story they were trying to tell and where he was as like a whole ass NBA player it was perfect I don't know I don't know I hope y'all see it it's so good I really can't sing Adam Sandler's praises enough Oscar gotta be Oscar nomination I think he deserves it I think that like I think this movie really needed Adam Sandler just as much as Adam Sandler really like needed this movie because like we've always Fact. known he was capable of dramatic roles like I mean he's done like a handful like you know like we got Punch Drunk Punch Love drunk, uh, that was like Spanglish? that was like 15 years ago though right yeah. So, like, yeah but we've always known he was capable of this but he needed a story like this he needed this role in order to like really get that out of him Facts. and that's Facts. what was always dope to me about the idea of them writing this for him mm-hmm. you know. It's like it's that real redemption story. Because he can get like eight figures from Netflix all day. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Because when you said he turned it down in 2012, I'm thinking that was probably around when he first got that deal, and he did all of those shitty movies for Netflix. Mm -hmm. No shade to Netflix, but they were. I mean, the murder mystery one looks fun. I've never watched. I have no desire to watch any of those films. I put that on like a high Sunday. I guess. You're saying when you're high on a Sunday? Yeah. Or, yeah, I can't yeah. do it. I can't do it. I'll, if I'm watching Adam Sandler, it's Big Daddy. Classic. It's, it's uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's that era. You know um, what I'm, You know, movie's always on? 50 First Dates. We had that on the bullpen the other day. Kids love that film. It's literally on HBO every day. To his credit, though, like, I think that all of these, like, comedy roles, the ones that are bogus and the ones that are not, I think they also like equip him with something that works for his character in this and oh, that like yeah, yeah. his character is like like a man child. Like this grown adult <laughs> man who like thinks like a dumbass kid and his decision making and his like lack of impulse control like yeah. and I think that that's something that like Adam Sandler uniquely embodies I, I guess it helps that in the film like his 13 year old kid was like his homie yeah. They, yeah. They, were, <laughs> they were riding hard in that film and it was great to see alright the Adam Sandler Oscar campaign begins here yeah, it has to. I, if you're not, again, if you're not, if you're not planning on watching this film and wanting to talk about the Oscars in the next couple months, um, you're playing yourself. The Safties are pretty much out of here after this, no? Gotta be. Yeah, right? like, this, being slept this is on their for blockbuster time, moment, right? Yeah. This is their like redemption arc after Good Time was so heavily slept on. Yeah, yeah. which you know is a hill I will die on. Yeah, well, I respect <laughs> that. I definitely respect it's that. Not, it's going to be even one of those cases where everyone goes back to it now because of this, mm-hmm. right? That was my thought after watching. I'm like, okay, yeah, I need to go because you hadn't seen it. it. Yeah, I hadn't seen it, so I, I need to go and sit down with this film, and uh, it's amazing. It's a and. Y'all weren't trying to hear me two years ago, though, but it's okay. I, I, I heard. I saw it. I went and saw I it. I admit it. When I saw the trailer, I was like, all right, he's running. Like, I didn't I didn't know what the hell was going on. And I, it was months after. People were like, yeah, it was pretty good. It was, but, like, at that point. The I'm, twist in good time is still, like, like all-time level. Word. The Safdies are so good at that. And Gems has that, too. Like, the Safdies have this ability to, like, completely turn on a dime in a way that doesn't feel, like, cheap. It feels earned. It doesn't feel like a gotcha moment. It's just, like, damn. Just I will great say, storytelling. I definitely ran up on a Safdie 
at the party. Here we go. A little drunk and Which just one? like Do you sung even their know? praises. No, he doesn't know. Which one is the one with like the wild hair? Oh, exactly. Benny? Josh. Right? Yeah, yeah he, so that's he, what he I said. Know. Fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know. It, it, it's always a flex, but then like the rest of the pieces Listen, are missing. Fake. I didn't run up on Adam Sandler, though. <laughs> I, well, it's a tragic story, but I, I saw it the day John Witherspoon died. I mm. literally got out of... Well, I, I looked at my phone as the credits were rolling, and it's like, yeah, this comedy legend just passed away. So I'm like, yeah, I have to go work, but... So it kind of ruined your high a little bit. Well, because the thing was, after the reception, it was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have the Safties and Adam Sandler like in this <sighs> other room. But I'm like, I... I have to write about like yeah. it, it kind of I could have rubbed elbows they're so for, New York that the party for this shit was at Cats that's amazing that's actually amazing and I was just like so amped from the movie and the liquor not even really the liquor I, didn't, I barely drunk wow I'm shocked I'm shocked <laughs> but legit like I stayed up to like 5am just amped on this just film. amped on the movie just off the adrenaline it's a big one it's a big one. That feeling's like what you go to the movies for. Man. Exactly. Facts. facts. Well put. And I, I think that's something people used to go to the movies for a lot. Um, and I guess Adam Sandler could attest to that, right? Like he was, for a time, he was one of the He's bigger, one of those guys. Not the biggest, but one of the bigger movie stars. Definitely, definitely. Um, there's a lot of them. And I, I think just from like running our social accounts a little bit. Yeah. I see the interest in this movie definitely dialed up because of him. Because of him. Because yeah. he has that cachet. Exactly. It would be. Would it be different if it was a Jonah Hill or? I think it'd be just as hyped, but our, for our audience, <laughs> our audience is very high on Jonah, and so it would probably be <laughs> amped up. But I don't think it's the same movie with Jonah. It Absolutely wouldn't. Not. It wouldn't have the same. Uh, it wouldn't hit quite as hard. It'd exactly. be a lesser movie with anybody else in the lead. Yeah, and that's just the fact. Is it? I can't look. Does Jonah have kids? No, he's no like thirty. But see, I can't look at him as a dad. Like, yeah, I don't know what they, they would have had to have done a lot to make him look. Yeah, the way Adam does in that trailer. Just the trailer alone, just seeing him schlepping. And that around. would take you out of it. Yes, but I think yes. there were all kinds of things they were tweaking. Like a, it might have also been Amari Stoudemire at one point, which would have got like. The As garden, the basketball player, the garden into the setting, wow. which would have been crazy. Mm. Cause you know they're in New York, you yeah, know, yeah. so it would make sense. Safties are big Knicks fans, so to have the Knicks lore in there would that would have be been crazy. nuts. I wonder how much that would have cost to get the Knicks on on board. Damn, could have been Jeremy Lin. Facts, no big facts. Josh and Benny holl at us. <laughs> Pull up go. on the pod. Here you go. All right, so yeah, like I said, we can't we kind of went into uncut gems a lot but we no spoilers obviously we'll be getting more into that film as the weeks and year goes on um hopefully we'll have a uh, a very special guest to talk about that i do want to get into this conversation about our end of decade stuff it's decade week at complex it's a lot this is actually which they have <laughs> us to thank for i'll say it there's they're putting the blame on me listen i'm not going to say who but there's chatter in the bullpen and people are I'll mad say it, at it me. was me. It was me, okay? We had several decade lists. Facts. And then we're like, wait, this should be a site-wide thing. We should be a so unified yeah, front. We added work to the plate, so what? Yeah, and it worked. But Listen, and, and, and it came out dope. Look at Chartbeat today. Facts. Okay? <laughs> no, nah, but it, it's one of those things where, again, looking at a film like... Terminator Dark Fate, I don't remember how much it made in the theaters. $7. It made $17. <laughs> In its opening weekend. Um, I was out of town for the screening. I was there. I uh, was ready. I really wanted to be there because I love the trend of um, uh, franchises trying to write the shit by just ignoring the shitty entries. Halloween. Yes. That's, yeah. that's the main one that comes to mind. And so James, I wish James Cameron would have directed this, but apparently he's going to die on an Avatar set. Facts. <laughs> Big facts. You know, I mean, these are the he, facts. he's putting in that work. He's putting in that work. You know, um, God bless him. Uh, So he only produced this, but even still having a sturdier hand in this was promising. Yeah. I think he worked on story and then, like, gave notes offset. The trailers didn't sell me. But uh, as can be attested by the two of us having this podcast together and running the pop culture channel together, Mm -hmm. uh, you typically seem to get me very well. I normally 
I try. Our tastes typically align. That's facts. You told me you liked it. I liked and it. And so I... then when everyone was diving on the movie about it not working and it's bust and this is why uh, the box office is dead shit, I was like, oh, wait, I can't wait to see this and be an ally and be like, you guys are fucking crazy. This is the most underrated movie of the year. Uh-huh. And uh, I went to uh, Regal Battery Park. I was the only person in there. Really? Last week. Damn, you're the only one paying <laughs> only, $8 to go see this That film. shit was like 20 but Jesus. whatever. Jesus. I was the only person in there, which I like. You see it but, in IMAX? Nah. Okay. Okay. I saw it in IMAX. Not that it made yeah, a difference. Yeah, but, but then, you know, the IMAX is like uptown. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to take a $60 Uber home. To pay $25? That, that everyone's shitting on. Damn. You know? So I went to the battery park. To get that experience. 10 minutes away from the crib. I feel you. Uh, I didn't like it, Cal. You liked some of it. Okay, I liked the action. You didn't like the intro, which was... All right, uh, Ariel, do you care if we spoil Terminator Dark Fate for you? Please go right ahead. <laughs> You're not going to see this, are you? Sure. Have you seen I any of the Terminator films? T2 is... T2 is my favorite when okay. I was a kid. But T2 is one of the my best movies My first crush was on Edward Furlong in that movie. Wow. What? So, yes. So you're going to be mad at Terminator Dark Fate then? I'm pretending it doesn't exist. <laughs> Well, Terminator Dark Fate pretends the other movies don't exist. Yes. <laughs> Just to literally begin with uh, John Connor and Edward Furlong CGI makeup, but whatever yeah. the fuck. There's a lot of money spent Literally there. is like just in a bar, minding his business and gets shot in the face. Facts. Which wow. is like kind of funny. Yeah. And kind of like it's savage in a way that like I respect. Let's just like fucking do the thing you least expect. Word. And James Cameron went on record to gleefully confirm that this was his idea. Sounds a little way. on the nose, no? It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I get it because they wanted to do a hard reset and stop retreating the stuff that wasn't working mm-hmm. and just literally shock you. But when you get to the end of the movie and the movie's like a C plus, and yeah. then the narrative already that it tanked and there's probably never ever going to be a Terminator film again because it made $23. Which is what they said the last time and that's why they got everybody on board this time. Right. Like after you get Linda, Linda, I was going to say Linda Connor, Linda, Linda Hamilton, Linda Hamilton, Schwarzenegger, uh-huh. like that's, for it to still bust it, like they're done with this. Yes, it's a wrap. So it's like they did all that for it to still not work and it just kind of like ruins T2 a little bit for me. Does like, it, it ruin T2 for you? No, T2's still great, but now the next time I rewatch T2, I'm going to watch the end and be like, about this? they fucking shoot this nigga in the next movie for nothing. That's yeah. how uh, people are feeling about El Camino. Really? They, they, I've, had, I've heard people say that El Camino has made them upset about the whole series because they feel that the ending to the show was so good. El Camino's a happy ending, though. But the thing is... Motherfuckers but it didn't ha- need to exist. It, yeah, it, 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 was, it was not necessary, but this is what happens when you ask for things like more Breaking fan Bad. Fan service. This it's, is the problem with all the fan service sequels and reboots and everything. It's like... Fuck the fans. I agree. Don't talk listen to, to them. Talk fuck about them. them. They're idiots. It, may, it makes sense if Unless you're Unless you're to, David Lynch doing Twin Peaks. That's yeah. the only one that's Facts. been good. Facts. If you want to you try... You guys don't know what you want. They really don't. But they Hollywood tries to service you and give you what you say you want for money and then it ends up being ass like none of this stuff is ends up being very well but that said bringing Arnold Schwarzenegger back making five dollars contributes to so Dark Fate starts with John Connor dying <laughs> Trash. it resets a whole new timeline yes and there are other machines that take over because I guess that's just the inevitability it's, it's, even it, if it's it not stop. like Skynet facts some it, machine will, will get Aggie it's somebody uh yeah, and then, you know, the new John Connor chick, I wasn't fucking with her. Really? She was whack, bro. Natalia Reyes, I believe her name is. She. Mackenzie was good. Mackenzie Davis, awesome. Please get Mackenzie Davis in the next Tom Cruise movie. ASAP. Action star. Is. is... Which makes me wonder what happened to Emily Blunt, action star? Sicario. Yeah. I yeah, didn't like, didn't like that movie. Yeah, exactly. I was on the outside on that one. I was on the outside too. You on, like but, but, but didn't a, see it. Apparently on Good. the right side of history. But either way, that film proves it signals. It signals confirms rather confirms something that's already been going on. But I mean, it was it was interesting to look because we did this end of decade content. And what we presented to the table was the idea that within the last ten years, the movie star has died. The idea of the movie star. I mean, you mentioned Tom Cruise. To me, Tom Cruise is is the last action hero. Yes. 
And together, I would say he, Leo, and maybe like two or three other guys. Maybe Will Smith? Are the last movie stars. But then you get to like, even Will Smith is making like kind of bad choices kind right of? now. You know? Why she didn't like Aladdin? I didn't even see Aladdin. <laughs> I didn't see Gemini, I saw Man, Gemini Man. Gemini Man brick, though. That was like a TNT movie on arrival. That was a great, a, a, a great concept with nothing else but a concept with it. Yeah, man. I think the idea of movie stars as we know it, like when Leo retires, who's the last movie star? Adam Driver. Is Adam Driver a movie star? No, I'm just though? a stan. That's interesting, though. But he is also. He's he's not not an action hero. I mean, he's Kylo Ren. He is literally Kylo Ren. But I think that's the he idea. He needs more time, though. He needs more time to gestate. The, the no, Adam Driver is great, but is like our. Is Adam Driver creating a career where people are going to go see a movie just because it's Adam Driver? Other than me and like 20 girls on Twitter, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but but we I, are strong. Uh, shouts out to Kristen like, Yusun Kim. For the piece that she wrote, The Death of the Movie Star, kind of enhances that. It's Complex like, alum. Yeah, facts. PC Squad alum. Uh, I, the, she I, killed it. She No, she murdered that piece, I think, up straight up and down. for. Uh, if you guys like to read and you want to read like 3,000 words on what happened in the box office the last 10 years that's it right there and you know we were obviously planning this this week for months in advance but a couple weeks ago a clip of anthony mackie did surface yeah where he Um, literally said it obviously we didn't come up with that off the clip (laughs) you assholes i know what you think (laughs) but he did pretty much lay it out in general he's like you know no one goes to see Schwarzenegger movies or whoever mm-hmm. like they did they go to see X-Men yeah he, he says the Falcon is a movie star but Anthony Mackie is not and, that, and that's why I, I like think, Tom Holland isn't a household name but Spider-Man everybody's seen that fucking film right but I think that's why the Adam Driver thing is interesting though because Star Wars is such a machine and I know I, I didn't know Adam Driver was before I know he was I knew he was in What's the Jersey film he was in? Patterson. Patterson. I knew he was in that, but I didn't put two and two together. I knew he was Adam Driver after you know I first saw him. In I think that was Lakers the case for most people who didn't watch Girls. Like there wasn't any like public consciousness. Oh, of he Adam was Driver. on Girls. Until really after he was yeah, Kylo I respect Ren. it. I, I don't know these people. You've never seen a frame of Girls. I no, I can't. I, I look. No. Cal, Cal's a dad. He doesn't yeah. need to watch Girls. <laughs> I respect but it. That's girls not for is not. I watched for me. the first couple seasons. I, I rewatched all of it like two weeks ago. I bailed unfortunately. by three. Um, I I was like I didn't watch that show when it was airing because it like graded me so badly. <laughs> And, like, really got on my nerves, especially when I'd come home and they'd be, like, filming on my porch. Like, oh, I wow. hated it so much. Yeah. But once it finally finished, I watched it and was, like, devastated to find that I loved it. Okay. All of it's, it? like, it's so much better than it has any right to be, unfortunately. I think, Damn. like, the first it's really two good. seasons were genuinely good. And then by three, I just, like, hated all the characters too much to, to keep caring. Valid. Is that enough to make Adam Driver a movie I think star? Adam Driver is the next, like, actor's actor. I agree. You know, like, he's a thespian. He can do blockbusters. He can do Marriage Story, which we'll talk about in a few. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the range. He has the will. range to do it all. All the great directors want to work with him. He's already worked with like a Murderers Row yeah, of people. Literally did. But a uh, as far as like yeah. movie star, like I, like again, thinking of the complex pop culture Instagram, mm-hmm. no one's gonna go crazy over over a movie just because Adam Driver's in it. But if it was The Rock, except for Ariel. Facts. You want to know who I think? The Rocket, but he's already, like, he's leading. The, he's not next class. He is this he's, class. He's current. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the next movie star is Timothy Chalamet. Mm. That's interesting. He has the mystique. I don't know what... I've never read anything about him. I don't know what's going on with that kid. I read a couple of profiles. He's I still seen, don't know what's going on. Is he, like, the new Johnny I don't think Depp? I don't think he's, like, he's that mysterious, That's an though. interesting comparison, the Johnny Depp comparison, because he definitely, like, I think the primary thing moving him forward right now definitely has, like, the heart, he's, like, a heartthrob, but he can really act. Yes. And I think yes. that was Johnny Depp's draw initially, 100%. too. Like, 100%. so many people are talking about The King. For, like, I don't, I don't care about that movie at yeah, all. No desire. But he's got people talking about it. Super producer Craig gave it a big thumbs down. He does definitely have a draw of his own where he he can get people to watch a movie that they otherwise wouldn't because he's in it. Right. I think Rob Pattinson has that going on, too. Oh, shit. 
Good call. Rob Patton, he's like he was a movie star. Like, but he those played, movies were huge. He played the, fucking, the game uh, Twilight. Twilight was huge. I respect what he and Kristen Stewart kind of did, and I, he did it better than Kristen Stewart, as evidenced by uh, Wow Charlie's Angels. Are you being a misogynist? I know. I'm just saying. Wow, if you, you would really Elizabeth hate if you compare IMDb's right now. <laughs> anyway, they both came out of the the franchise system with Twilight, the YA yeah. um, Gold Rush. Word. Heartthrobs. They had that clout. Mm-hmm. They could have done dumb movies forever. Facts. Rob, especially, went very weird. Mm-hmm. Good time, lighthouse, um, and now he's cashing that in to to go back, but stronger than ever. He's doing Christopher Nolan's next movie, which Christopher Nolan's pretty much the only director who uh, can make a non-franchise IP movie pop. Word. True. So he's Word. leading that, and then he's going to be the next Batman. Like his trajectory is pretty nuts. Is he going to, if that movie does well. Which movie? The Batman. Yeah. That does well because it's DC or is it because it's Robert Pattinson as Batman? I think it's a tandem thing. I think that's, because like I remember. He could could stand to reap from it what Christian Bale uh, did. Like Christian Bale is already a name. Yes. It's just weird now. It's, It's hard to figure out. Who's going to be that next level? He he's definitely in the running, but I, it's a short list. Very short. It's a short, and I don't. I hate to say it. I don't know what women like. If I could name ten women who I think are going to be, it's hard because Hollywood hasn't really like. After Jennifer Lawrence, I don't know who's. She flamed out. She flamed Where all the way out. At? And who's behind her? Like milk carton. It's it's always like a flavor uh, of the month. Like it. Was, that's also the nature of how the industry's like set up for like once a woman hits like. 25 mm, or like yeah. 30 it's god forbid like yeah. we're like over her it's we're like who's the next one who is young it's sad you know like leo kinda, dicaprio's girlfriends if you want oh my god once wow. you hit 21 wow. you're out of the paint damn leo come on the pub <laughs> uh as quick aside about that yes if you read the morning show with <laughs> that text it's very interesting. I'm obsessed with the morning show. Everyone, morning show. We're we're gonna have to dedicate some time to the morning Not show today. at some point. <laughs> we'll Not today. To that's that's an intriguing show. Dedicated ten and a half hours of my life to this. Jesus Christ. A I'm, not good show. Anyway, back to the movie star. Yeah. Uh, I think keeping in line with Timmy. Mm-hmm. What's the the uh? She, he's been in a million movies with her already. You know, Lady Bird. Sir Ronan. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. She's great. Is she a movie star? Not yet, I don't no. think. I think she, she, has, she has the potential to be. Right. I think she needs the right she needs a, She needs a, a, another bigger movie. She, yeah, she needs a film bigger than Lady yeah, Bird. Yeah, she does yeah. a lot of artsy stuff and a lot of period pieces. Mm-hmm. Like, after Little Women, she should do, like, like she should have been in Charlie's Angels. I'm not Like, a better, that. you know. Who cared about... I don't think anyone could have saved Charlie's Angels. It just didn't need to exist. <sighs> I didn't. It's weird, but it's like, I, I'm surprised that... And it, again, I don't know what Elizabeth Banks is basing it off of, but to see her say that it's men not wanting the reboot, it's a, it's a reboot of a series that was already done like 20 years ago that was a t- TV show like 20 years before then. Um, Elizabeth Banks, come on the pod. As, lo- as much as I love to blame men for like the failures of the world like i don't think that's the problem with charlie's angels it i think it just like it just didn't it. need to exist um, yeah. you know what that movie needed megan the stallion oh my god she's on the soundtrack isn't she we'd Me- all see it megan the stallion come um, on the pod this one i'm talking scarlett about. johansson is a movie star what about her i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I was just thinking of Marriage Story. She's in that film. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I mean, look. Scarlett Johansson is also problematic. Yes, that's a fact. She was in Jojo Rabbit. She was good in that. But, she uh, also kind of got washed in Marriage Story. She did, which I think is unfair. I think 
Yeah, I think you, it's it's hard to root for Scarlett Johansson just inherently because of like the celebrity she is mm. and because of the haircut they gave her. Um, Yo, but... the scene with her and Laura Dern. I was just, we're just gonna we're just gonna pivot into Laura the side Dern about marriage story. Her, Laura Fuck Dern it. continuing her role as Renata Klein. Fast. Yes, exactly. But the her first scene with Laura Dern, she like looks like Harry Potter. Like, what is that haircut, right? That's weird. When she's like crying and then eating like the fig newton or whatever. Listen, the movie in many ways does not favor women. Did you like it? I really liked it, but I, it has its flaws, and one of which is that like I think that its sympathies or its allegiances or really to Adam's lean character? towards yeah, they really lean towards the husband. Mm. They really lean towards New York, but like they ha- they present with like the guise of like objectivity or, yeah, or something. Yeah, like Lord has like the, the really monologue towards the end about women. Yeah, but the thing is, like, by the time that monologue comes, which is, like, a great scene and, like, everything she says is really, like, valid and poignant, but the way they've characterized her up until that point is as, like, kind of, like, a crazy outlandish villain, so, like, it doesn't really land. Right. Um... You're en- you end up siding, you end up, like, feeling bad for Adam Driver's character. It's most. weird because, yeah, they do make you feel bad for him a lot, but the movie, I think it was kind of sold as more of, like, a balanced... Yeah, definitely. There were two trailers. But what's weird is that you don't get... So it kind of makes you feel uh, a lot of sympathy for Adam, but you also don't get his perspective for why the relationship ended. Mm. Like, she has the scene with Laura, and she breaks down where it went wrong, and I thought we were going to get your own thing with that, with his side, but you don't. So it's weird, because it like kind of gives her... A reason to be all in on this, but then I don't know. It just doesn't. I think that Adam Driver's character is like unambiguously, well, unambiguously to me, um, like in the wrong in the in the dissolution of the marriage. But we're we follow him on like all these all these moments in the aftermath of like we see like him sad with his kid on Halloween, and like we see him like crying with his lawyer, and like we see like right we see him like having a moment with the little boy like we see him in all these moments that like garner his sympathy and we don't see that for scarlett johansson's character at all which feels like really imbalanced and he kind of yeah. gets the rug pulled out from under him in a lot of scenes yeah where like, it's kind of built for you to the, not it really garners the audience's sympathy like towards him more than her even though like he's the one who wronged her if you find out what happens yeah so, which is why i think it could have benefited from showing his side of things too and but, then you put them together Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It, it has some problems, but I did really enjoy it. I like Writing's it. great. No, I think the first now hour... Now that Noah Baumbach's doing his thing, nobody ever has to watch Woody Allen movies again. Talk um, about it. Thank so. God. That's actually... That's the best part of that fucking film, apparently. So, jumping back into uh, end of decade stuff, today was our essay. Um, each channel has an essay in the list. Our list, dropping later this week, mm-hmm. is the creatives who define the decade. And I think, you know, that'll be available for you to read couple days after this podcast goes yes. up yes but to that end i want to jump into the people who didn't make the cut yeah well we, i mean for 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 those who are listening to this and you will read during the end of the week um there's obvious names here kevin feige leonardo dicaprio not ranked either but I not mean, ranked you know you got your lena waits you got feige your, would be really high if it was facts just saying you got ryan coogler's you got shonda rhimes there's a, there's a, a good ava duvernay there's like a, a good group of people all um, the undeniables yes but even still like we couldn't we didn't even keep it to like a hard number or anything no. but you can't just throw everyone on here it definitely grew but i don't think we were like it needs to, we didn't cap it at all so there were some people who didn't make the cut we looked very hard at you know output um we acclaim, had some, some some heated g chats scorsese scorsese was an interesting one i've heard of him <laughs> have you seen I, the irishman no. Do you want to see The Irishman? I don't want to, but I will. Oh, my God. It's a lot of movies. I'm sorry. Three and a half That's my truth. I'm sorry. But the, the thing Are with... you man Scorsese, Ariel? No, I love Taxi Driver. I love King of Comedy. I love Mean Streets. Talk about Period. it. Period. The actual classics. Okay. You just are good on another mob movie? Is that it? I'm not a fan of mob movies in general. But this so one, like, deconstructs the mob movie in a way. Like I said, I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to be happy about it. But I think... All right, so he you had... He has Irishman, which is arguably one of the best films of the year. Mm-hmm. What's the rest of his decade like? He has Shutter Island in 2010. Actually, I'm whatever on that movie. Wolf of Wall Street, though, True. I yes. think defined a lot of this decade. 
For him or for Leo? For everyone in it. He made it. I for, fe- for Jonah Hill, shit. Yeah. My, well, that, but that for was Margot my Robbie? My, 100%. I think my thing was, I was more with Wolf being part of why Leo had such a phenomenal 10 years. As opposed, because I mean, if you take away, I mean, you have to say, if you take away the Irishman and take away Wolf, the rest of Scorsese's got like two or three rock guy documentaries. But Scorsese has such a certain definitive style that you can't limit Wolf being what it is to just Leo. I feel you. You know? I, I think his, his previous decade was better than this one. Though. But another thing is that it gets weird, and we had the same conversation with music a little bit, listing rappers, where it's like, um, it's a hard conversation to have because here he's making so much noise in the last few months of this decade. Mm-hmm. But I think what Ross and I were arguing about why he should have made it is mm-hmm. that um, this thing he's embroiled in kind of retroactively defines the decade you know this marvel shit like Word. he wouldn't be here having this spat that's going on for like fucking six weeks if he wasn't that point. guy in this situation that and if you know that he's mixed up and it says a lot about what marvel did to this decade mm-hmm. you know it sounds like marvel did a lot of amazing things to this decade <sighs> could martin scorsese have gotten that netflix bag for the irishman if it wasn't for the x-men i'm mean, not the x-men the avengers it's the Avengers running real cinema out of your local AMC. There's only three places you can see the Irishman in New York right now. And it's not, a travesty. You talk about Scorsese not making the list because of Marvel. Mm-hmm. This is practically, like you said, one of the reasons why Feige needs to be on the list. Yeah, for sure. I just think that uh, Scorsese making himself the patron saint Mm-hmm. Of you know the the fight for real cinema or whatever. Did he make himself or did was he put in that position? He, I mean, he owned it. I feel, but is I what feel, I'll say. I feel like it's the more he. There's nothing wrong about, with his comment. It feels like he's more reluctant to like shit. I still got to talk about this. I mean, I would be he too. Didn't it's have getting to write annoying. An op-ed. He didn't have to write an op-ed. You're not he wrong. Didn't. You're he didn't. You're not wrong. I just I wonder how much of it and like and I'm tired of like now every Marvel actor and person associated with it being asked. It's like, what do you think they're gonna say? Well, that's a terrible idea. If you're a Marvel actor and they ask you about this, just be like, yo, I like making money. Exactly. Like yes. I can't. What are they gonna be like? Fuck these checks. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it's, it's now gonna be the situation where like everybody. <laughs> We mentioned this is the second time we're mentioning Woody Allen on this pod, but it feels like everybody's running to do a Woody Allen film, but now like nobody's going to be able to do Martin Scorsese because they've been on the wrong side of this convo. It's yeah, it's a weird it's all, time. Of year. They should all be dead to him now. It's they. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he was rushing to get Anthony Mackie in anything. Anthony Mackie. Well, he hasn't said anything new. That quote's old, right? But yeah, but I mean, I think like Chadwick Boseman, Mark Ruffalo, Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo. Yeah, tragic. It's, you hate to see it. Uh, I'm fine with it. Again, <laughs> like we said earlier, a lot of these people, they it's hard because like they're not moved. Like I can't imagine what film Martin Scorsese is doing where he needs to get Mark Ruffalo. I would like to see it actually. But... I'm not saying it wouldn't be good, but like I feel like his list might be there. Might be like five people before he gets to Mark Ruffalo. Fair enough. It makes um, sense. Who else? Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. Love Do her. you think she should have made? Like, de- define the decade is a loaded statement. That's what it is. No, not yet. Maybe next decade. Right. I think... She's just getting started. You know, Frances Ha, Lady Bird. I don't think... I don't know if her acting work is as impactful as Lady Bird has been. Lady Bird, like, deservedly made a huge right. dent. And I think that, yeah. like, her directorial work is really going to, like, shape the next few years. You know, I've never seen a, a Little way. Woman. I've never watched any of The Little Women. I've never never read the book. I mean, like, why would you, honestly? If yeah, everyone, yeah. Everyone's acting like it's something I should have seen. That's cool, but, like, there's no reason for you to have seen okay, it, really. Yeah. So I'm not outside the bubble. No. no you're fine. When I think, should like, I rewatch the 94, at least? With Winona? Yeah. yeah. It's cool. All right. It's Winona. Someone who did not define the 2010s, but... Uh, I mean, she, she's, she's working. Enough. She's getting these checks. She's getting those stars. She, she, she defined the 80s and 90s. She's good. Big facts. And she's getting them Stranger Things money, so she's good. Um, but I mean, we we did include what's my man's name? Ted Sarandos. How do you pronounce his last name? Netflix. Netflix guy. They, I mean, that's a defining of this last decade. You yeah, know? man. 
Death Star. Even though his output wasn't a lot, but a guy like Jordan Peele is like a, a defining person of this decade. You know, that, that's my that's always my argument. Like you have to look at. I mean, look at the material again. It's not ranked, but if we're talking top three, A twenty four. A twenty four. Our guys. Facts. Big uh, Jesus. Craig's clapping. I mean, you know, you know, you know, <laughs> it's real when super producer Craig gets involved. But yeah, A24 is definitely one of it's we were talking about it when we were first ideating the list. It's like that's a brand that even without knowing what the film's about, it's like, oh, it's an A24 film. I'm, I'm going to at least keep that on my radar. Like and they've consistently done that with just gems upon gems that no pun intended no pun intended but it's it, it's unique work um they're definitely a lot more uh progressive i think than some other film companies try to be i don't know it's just, it's an amazing thing that they're doing um and the moves that they're making who else is lit though who else on this list is like surprising like jillian flynn I thought was an interesting choice. That was definitely a me pick, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know, she Gone Girl. Gone Girl alone did so much. Sharp objects. Sharp objects, very underrated. Widows, like right. Yo, Widows also underrated. Huge underrated. Big underrated film. We listed that as movie of the year last year. And and I don't think anybody cared. No one. No. Movie of the year. Movie of the year. Did y'all not see Phantom Thread? He oh. saw Phantom Thread. Hello? Yeah, I mean. Angel was big on Phantom Thread. I love Widows, it. though. I'll allow it. I love Widows. PTA, come on the puck. Daniel Kaluuya doesn't shoot anybody in the head in Phantom Thread, so I get it. He's, you know? He's, he, he stabbed a, a, a man in a wheelchair in his legs. Yeah. Chops laughed and, and he at that fine scene in the movie theater. I just want to put that out there. Daniel Kaluuya was the scariest person alive for that two-hour film. Hey, you get it. Hey. I mean... Danny Kaluuya, come on the pod. No, facts. Uh, I think we pretty much covered our bases in a good way. I mean, obviously, there are going to be some, what about this guy? Yeah. Detractors, but. And I mean, and I, and I always encourage anybody who, you know, has dope arguments to get in the comments, get on the tweets. Um, don't just say y'all are dumb. You know, really back it up. Because, I mean, I, I like looking at things like this and looking at a decade and uh, really trimming the fat yeah show your work please. show a hundred percent show, show your, work. your work now with watch less we like to get a little weird oh yeah i think we're gonna debut a weird segment here with my man fraser tharper the blind segment fraser for people that don't know and because i don't think he really gets into it on twitter but uh i don't um it's a small circle i can it's tell a small bubble. i can tell when fraser is uh bored at work because he just starts sending links from blind item links. What's the name of this? First of all, it's not boredom. It's procrastination. Same difference. Second of all, (laughs) this is a genuine interest. All right. What is the name of the site? One, at least for one hour per day, (laughs) I dedicate time to trolling crazy days and nights. Wow. Dot net. Is it a dot net? I thought it was a dot blogspot.com. No, it's a dot net. They changed it up. If you're unfamiliar with crazy days, it is the most like rinky dink 2006 looking blogspot level um, <laughs> gossip rag, yes. I guess, which yes. just <laughs> under the guise of allegedly, this is all alleged. Uh huh. None of it is fact. None of these are facts. Big air Apparently <laughs> run by a person in the industry on the sidelines with clout mm-hmm. who then collects. It's like Gossip Girl, basically. Uh huh. Uh, you know, all types of industry fodder. Word. And it ranges from everything to, uh, you know, infidelity cheating scandals to, like, some really dark scandal shit sometimes from, like, the 1940s. Yeah, real bleak. Yeah, yeah. like, super weird. Mm. I, you know, I encourage everyone, if you've never been on the site, the next award show, awards, award season is, like, Christmas. Yeah, it's like that <laughs> Monday after, there's, like, 20, 20 things that go 20 blinds. Yeah. yeah. From coke in the bathroom to, like, you'll never guess what this person said to this person on the way to collect. Yeah. <laughs> so, in in the spirit of that, Fraser's collected some of his favorite recent blind items that he's going to 
read, and then we're going to try and guess. Well, the best thing is that the comment section has its own ecosystem. So sometimes on crazy days, they will go back and reveal who they were talking about. Again, still allegedly. Yes. But even if it hasn't been revealed, the comments... They know. Are the loyal commenters do all the guesswork for you. Word. Sometimes pulling like Daily Mail or Page Six for reference. It's a whole bibliography. Jeez. It's a system, okay? Let's see what we got here today. Blind uh-huh. item number one. Uh-huh. This is art. This foreign-born A-minus-slash-B-plus-less actress could be hooking up with an A-list mostly movie actor, but she doesn't like being cheated on and definitely doesn't like when some of those other people are men. What? <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> These always take a turn. Right, foreign-born A-minus-slash-B-plus. Slash-B-plus. It's also hard to determine what this site considers an A-minus or A-plus person. Right, That's that what seems subjective. She's always being cheated on. Mostly a movie actor. Sometimes she's being cheated on with women. No, sometimes. No, sometimes her man, man her be man cheated is, with other men. Yeah. Who? Who that? Who? All right. Should, should we go to the comments? <laughs> Wait. Who's who's dating a a guy a fluid that, man? Yeah. Maybe man. someone you don't know is fluid. What a great way to I. I need to use the term a fluid minus a lot B more. Plus. I don't know. Right. I honestly have no idea. Um, scrolling the comments right now, the bulk are going for Kate Beckinsale and Jamie Foxx. Really? <laughs> Spicy. Twist. Really? Zesty. Well, they said that Jamie Foxx used to throw, like, these insane parties back in the day. How you were going to say talking? used to throw some mouse. No, <laughs> I mean, well, it, it sounds like those parties where it's like, very exclusive. Didn't Kate Beckinsale start this year off with uh, my man Pete? Didn't Literally j- didn't even know that Kate Beckinsale and Jamie Foxx were a thing. So me neither. Wasn't Jamie? She was rocking with what's the name a while ago. Tom Cruise's ex. Oh yeah, Katie well, Holmes. Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes were like a thing for like years on the low. Oh, right. They, they and never... Beckinsale was with Pete Davidson. So this has got to be hella recent. Hella though. recent. Isn't it crazy that celebrities are just like regular people and that like they can't stop having sex with people like in their office, like people they work with? <laughs> like, meet someone somewhere else. Damn. Go, go outside of work, my guy. For real. You can afford it. Trust me. Now, as always, we watch so much TV. We want to know what everybody's been tuned into. So before we get out of here, Ariel, we want to get into a segment we like to call "What the fuck have you been watching?" What mm. it? What it? TV movies. Old, new, what have you been recently taking in? I mean, HBO has had its foot on my neck all year. Um, Big facts. Big which facts. I think everybody can probably identify with that. 100%. Um, so I don't want to say any of those unoriginal answers. <laughs> Although Watchmen is. Watchmen is going so, so crazy. Did you watch last night? No, I'm on episode four, and I have to rewatch it because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> four is definitely the most confusing. I, I just, don't like, know what's going on, but I just I'm moved loving on the ride. Five um, is nuts. Five is great. <laughs> Next week's is nuts. Really block out some time and just soak five in. It's really I'm going to get on that. Um, I got through the new season of BoJack, which was devastating and great. If you want to talk about shows that. of the decade. Wow. BoJack. BoJack. Hello. Um, BoJack is like Mad Men with animals. Facts. Someone else said that to me the other day. I agree. Okay. Um, other than that, I don't know. I'm not really on anything juicy right now. It. I've just been rewatching a lot of Seinfeld. Damn. Same. As well, always. Unfortunately, I have to slide in everything else around it. Jesus. What What else are you watching outside of Seinfeld? Uh, robot. Robot is my mission right now. How far are you in the season four though? One episode. Jesus. Robot and Watchmen had two right, really listen, good episodes. All right. You this know what? Sunday. I won't. I won't front. I'll tell you what I've been watching. Here we go. The morning show. <laughs> Day and night. The morning show. It controls is my life. So bad that it's good. So expensive. I was I legit paused an episode, got into an Uber, and resumed on my phone, which I never do. It's You've just, been at the gym, big morning show. It's right? taking over. Uh, I just love a good train wreck. It is. I mean, it's it's rare. It's a shiny, beautiful mess. Apple is paying Jennifer Aniston two million an episode. Jen li- and Reese both get two million an episode. Totally, uh, each episode's price tag is said to be over Game of Thrones, which had you know full on battles and dragons. Yeah, they're and saying the same just, thing about these C just have as white well. people in the cut. C is also like mad at each other. I think they said it's fifteen mil per episode. 
But I mean, I'm at least that that's like action fantasy. Like this is legit fake newsroom, fake Sorkin. It's literally. Uh, it is the most bemusing take. The show treats like Me Too. Yes. And Times Up as like some dystopia. It's awkward. And now it's like, what would the world be like? Post this. Yeah. Like, there's a yeah. subplot on the morning show where uh, the weatherman who Ariel lost Hive, Richard. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Richard from Lost is uh, the Mr. G <laughs> of uh, niche New York reference there of the morning show, and he's consensually dating a younger chick who was intern and grew up to like I don't know assistant. She's like a production assistant yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, and he's like worried about if they have to report to HR, and then they report to HR. And uh, I mean, I'm getting ahead. I don't want to spoil, but uh, it's like whoa! In this post post Me Too universe, <laughs> how are relationships being dealt with? Now? Yeah, it's weird. It's like you know this whole like big it was thing. an apocalypse. Yeah, legit. He, he's amazed when she's like, "No, you're not using me." That's literally a conversation yeah. they have in bed. It's bad. It's it's bad, but it, it is like can't take my eyes off of it. So bad that you want to watch the next episode. My man Billy Crudup. Billy Crudup. He's gonna get a Golden Globe. The original Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about it. Um, me. What the hell am I watching? I'm I'm trying to watch Lime Town. I don't know what, what the is fuck that, that it's is. It's a Jessica Biel show that's on Facebook Watch, and yes, it sounds like a Facebook Watch. This show. is Watch Less, and you were suggesting a Facebook Watch show. I love it. I try because the fucking like in the show, homeboy's banging his head on a wall. It's it's, it's literally leftovers. I mean, but, I like, love Jessica Biel. It's it. She's she's running the whole. I think she's an executive producer. Shout out to the center. She's essentially Great underrated. Show. Good season. She's running a podcast where she's investigating this town where like all these people just up and disappear. It's so it's like some leftover shit, but it's like one cult, and she's doing these interviews trying to figure out what's going on with the guy who led them and how they all fucking disappeared. It's really weird, but I fall asleep every episode. No, I think I'm stopping after three. All right, I'm trying, but that's what I've been watching. I mean, I finished damn near everything else. Next time, Jessica. We'll see. I mean, I'm shouts to her for. I, I can't imagine what Facebook's paying people to do TV, but uh, yeah. That's where it's been sad. It's been sad. What are you gonna do? Well, that's gonna cap. A terrible show is gonna cap off this premiere episode <laughs> of Watch Less. I think that's the point of Watch Less, though. You just told the people what they can. What avoid. to not watch? Yeah. In case they were tempted to watch. Don't don't worry. Show on Facebook Watch. I I go through this torture so you don't have to. Um, Ariel, thank you for coming through. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Uh, shit for Fraser Tharper, Stewart. Stewart signing off. <laughs> I'm Cal advising you to listen up and watch less. Peace. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.